was going on. It's like taking that out of context. This film offers you this too. He actually did it. Yeah, he actually. I mean, there's no like stunt Belushi in there. No, no, he pushed his weight. He yeah, he did his yeah, and his uh, he gravity according to him. He moved according to Jim. <laughs> okay, there's the gravity. Now there's so much gunplay here. Ray's tying his shoes while they're shooting, and they're, that that uh, that city is in the valley. Uh huh. And the truck, uh, Fasioma. I looked it up. Well, my years of living in Los Angeles uh, agrees with you. Yeah, so we know we so we went to I guess the rural parts of Washington D.C. I guess in Virginia. Now we're in uh, Los Angeles. By the way, this is outrageous. So we've both seen this, and I think we're off a couple seconds, but it's all right. Uh, they're gonna bust into a room, and he's gonna be in bed with this girl. There we go. He's actually fucking her. Yeah. And then he shoots her. And she's like, all right. And there it is. There's your tits for this movie. <laughs> you missed it. Yeah, it's like, check. One thing I like about this film is that he is kinky as hell in this movie. Uh-huh. Jim Belushi's character. <clears throat> like, he, he, he goes places. So, you know, he's in a chase. He breaks into a room. He has, I guess, consensual sex. He was enjoying it. Then he <laughs> shoots a gun that she really likes it. Oh, look, he took it. This is so da- Look, don't you think it's his Twin Peaks? Mm-hmm. And he throws it. And this has to be downtown in Los Angeles. I do. He's the spy. Yeah. He'll never get away. Whatever the CIA is doing. You will never get away with it. We will. We are Hydra. Hydra <laughs> is plentiful. <laughs> so there's Blues I Brothers. Hydra aided. I, <laughs> I hydrated. Brainwashed. I am dehydrated. Dehydrated. We got to brainwash them again. Rehydrate them. <laughs> so, um, look, there's the headshot of the perfect slub. So, this computer AI found the perfect guy. It's a headshot of John Ritter from 1987. Right, right. It probably is his real headshot. Well, they, the, IR, the IRS, the CIA slash IRS took a photo of John Ritter. Uh, or milk toast Danny Thompson or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's not Millard Connard for that's for sure. Millard Connard. Connard, it's all a ruse. Now these suits would make Regis film and blush, don't you think? Like he's got the three piece, but these are all like look at the there's like one kind of color tone going on. Yeah, it's eighties uh, uh, style, uh, solid colors and but but not traditional colors. Yeah, you know, so this is a, this came out and then didn't do well at all. It, it aired and it, it, it was released in two cities <laughs> and that was it. So it was basically a video release and it was a huge HBO rerun. And I, there's a YouTube clip of the Cinemax airing it at 10.30, like at Friday at 10 a.m. at 8.30 a.m. And this, you know, pew, pew. It's so, you know, it's a popular kids movie. Yeah. Oh, so we missed it. There you go. I just saw the milkman. That guy's going to get punched at the end of the film. It's very, that's it. So there he is. So now it's blue velvet. God, this guy is trying the director, right? You, you saw Elaine direct in one movie. It's called real men. <laughs> For 19 days. Not to be confused with Burt Lancaster uh-huh. and uh, yeah. uh, Kirk Douglas in tough guys from 1987. Not, the Not tough guys. Thing. Not yeah. the Whoopi Boys, which Don't I thought this. I was hoping to listen. I wanted to see the Whoopi Boys, with, <laughs> uh, 
and which was a, a straight to video movie that that was really funny. Well, great title. There he's putting his ducks in his row. Duck. He does not give a duck. He does not give a duck. I think when they shoot the ducks, he has no more ducks to give. Yeah, he's not exactly quacking up. He is dehydrated. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in, in the credits, his wife is listed as mom last name. Her first name is mom in this movie. Barbara Berry. Okay. Oh, yeah, descriptive title. Well, so he came home and uh, Bobby or Billy's bike got stolen. Yep. The bullies next door took it. Yeah, this is actually. I'm it. gonna I'm gonna see if I can get the audio. This is my favorite line. There's a lot of great lines in this movie. I mean, this movie you can watch over and over again because just John Ritter is great, and uh, John Ritter and John Belushi are great. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're synced up, but let me see if I can get it. That bike. I'm at 222. That's Elk Spike. There you go. That's my favorite line. Yes, that's Oak Spike. It looks kind of small for Oak. He goes, Yeah, well, Oak likes a small bike. <laughs> that's like a great line. That's a great line. Oak likes a small bike? Come on, man. It doesn't make a lick of sense, but in context, you know, it's... <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's Susian. It's fucking Dr. Susian, right? What are you going to do about it? I'm a bully from an 80s movie. Oh, I accidentally joined you. How? That was his... Uh, my... I'm so sorry. Ooh. Take, oh. take a nap, pal. Now, for my research, Carl, I watched in its entirety on Tubi, uh, John Ritter, Behind Closed Doors, produced by Reels USA with Natalie Morales hosting. And they interviewed Henry Winkler. Oh, he was such a dear friend of mine. Who, by the way, they Henry Winkler and Jack Ripper met at the 25th anniversary of ABC television meeting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They were like the number one and number two icons of ABC with Happy Days and Three's Company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because Three's Company was what kind of made them. It was all slapstick, yes, but it was course. like a lot of titillation. And the the doc, you know the documentary, the TV special talked to Joyce DeWitt and Suzanne Summers, and you know Suzanne Summers wasn't getting paid as much as John Ritter, but people were watching her. Mm-hmm. You know, as as genius as he was in in that show, and they also had Larry Dallas. Did I ever tell you my impersonation of uh, Larry trying to mug uh, Jack Tripper on Three's Company? Like to hear it. All right, Jack. Three stewardess are in the alleyway by the legal beagle, right outside the alleyway. Three a.m. We should go. Regal beagle. Remember the regal beagle? Yes, that was their hangout. Right, and he would always say there was like stewardess or Swedes or uh, right. Three of them there. Never rolled into town. That was like the local watering hole, the inn. I went to a bar called the Regal Beagle. Cool. That's cool. I guess. It was because of the show. I guess it wasn't cool necessarily. Well, you know, he died on September 11th, 2003. September 11th. Oh, tragic events. 
Right. Well, he uh, he 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 had a heart like an aneurysm, like mm-hmm. a, and it was mistreated. It was considered a heart attack. They treated it as a heart attack. He collapsed. He didn't feel well. He collapsed on stage. Right. It was a hospital across the street at St. Joseph's from the stage, and they went across and they said it was a heart attack, and it winds up it was the wrong uh, uh, diagnosis, and right. he had a, and he died on the operating table. And he had he had a, a brother. I'm sure his brother's still alive, who uh, later went and got checked up and discovered he had the same exact problem that John Ritter had, and he was able to have a, a surgery for it. Right. Okay. So, so that's I just yeah bad luck. Uh, yeah, and he he was 54, and he had four kids. So it was uh, it's sad. Uh, so anyway, speaking of sad, this they just introduce each other and the look at them like Bob Hope and Bing Cosby. Uh, basically he's saying like, Hey, I'm from the CIA, Bob. He has this great like draw, Bob. You're going to be an agent. Bob, you're going to be a CIA agent, Bob. Hey, I want you to learn how to pretend you're Bill Murray. You think that's the case? I think he's full on James Belushi in this taking care of business. James Belushi. Mm-hmm. Come on. Okay. Right. Hey, Schwarzenegger, what you got? Are you someone Russian? Why are you always Russian? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what it is? It reminds me of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where it's Arthur Dan gets badgered by Ford Prefix the entire movie, you know, the entire series. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, all you got to do is take a gun. What? A gun, Ford? You know, it's kind of like I, I give respect to this director. He did, uh, he, well, he wrote, he's kind of known for species, species, species one. I only know the German scat parody of feces. But no, he, wait, uh, wait. the director of uh, the last film did Species, so. Well, he wrote, this guy wrote it. Oh, oh okay, okay. The director. The he he Gold- also wrote Golden Child, which is kind of like a fantasy. Like, in, you know, it's a kind of a kid's adventure, ultimately. Uh-huh. Like, this guy gets pushed around by this, this magical genie shows up and says, hey, you got to save the world from destruction and talk to aliens. We've all been so, so look, he's, he's building himself on like a nail gun. Right, say, hey, look, there's an assassin in your tree. You know, you would figure it'd be somewhere else. And he's looking through the garage, just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, well, the banter is good. I mean, that's the thing. I I don't know why you don't like that. You don't Um, think they're funny together? No, I think that Jim Belushi is unbelievable. And like the things he says, I just don't like he's. I don't know how to explain it. He's like such a smart ass and he, he's so smug. Like he's the smartest guy in the room and he wants you to know that, which means he's the most insecure guy in the room. Hey, that's a great idea. You're already helping us. Everybody knows that's bullshit spin. Even he doesn't believe it. Oh, but you, so you've seen this movie, you know, that there's a, there's a real effort in this film to make the characters change. So they switch roles a la 21 Jump Street, where, you know, Jim Belushi yeah. becomes the sensitive, uh, retreatful guy, and, and John John Ritter unwillingly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, th- I think they're both assholes in their own right, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I th- think, like, you know, John Ritter thinks he's invincible and, like, you know, can get away with all this stuff. And Jim Belushi thinks he's invincible and then walks in a room carrying himself off like that. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you'll never hit me. There's right. so much running from gunfire in this movie. 
you know, in bad movie night when we would watch like a James Bond film, I would always yell miss every time someone shoots and misses. <laughs> so it would be like miss, 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 miss. Yeah, you should miss. probably shout it all night. And I could do that for this film, you know, because none of the bad guy's bullets hits them. Look, but on the other hand, look what he, but on the other hand, look what he's building. He's just got a wire hanger here. This is the last episode of Home Improvement where Tim snaps. Tim Allen builds, <laughs> builds himself a nail gun. Yeah. She said his family. Fuck this neighbor. His neighbor was found nailed dead at age 54. Miss, miss, miss. Miss. Hit. Miss. Oh, there's none. Miss, miss, oh, yeah, miss. hit. Yeah. Miss. Oh, you're a little bit ahead of me. Oh, hit the ducks. I'm a little ahead. Yeah. Damn it. Tell me when they blow up the house. Okay. The first time. Uh, it hit the button. No, wait. Now it explodes wait, again. Wait. He's waving his hand. I'm at, uh, I'm at 220. All right. I'm at 2022. 23. Uh, okay. Tell uh, me when you get to 27. Okay. It's like, uh, I'm already at 2032. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm still two seconds. <laughs> All right. You keep the time. You're you're the audience's time. Okay. I'm pretending that I don't understand what's happening. Not, none of the neighbors, the cops have not been called. No, with all those uh, snipers and <laughs> the house front window blowing out and fiery. Right. I was thinking about like in the nowadays they wouldn't have gunplay because it definitely would not have gunplay, and uh, instead it would be CGI like tigers or like you know people punching each other and throwing them against the like you throw them against the wall the wall breaks oh you know jumping out of the way with the flip uh, oh shit I gotta get out I'm gonna jump off this building <clears throat> you know like or parkour parkour I'm okay because I hit an awning on the way down. Buffer for me. Right. I fell into garbage. Oh, right. We're moving a hundred miles per hour. <laughs> so, so this gunplay is like of its time. Like, I think they had a budget for the, you know, they can market this movie. We did see boobies. Uh -huh. We did see gunplay. Uh, and John Ritter, you know, he's pretty great. Okay. Time to beat up the two time guy. I'm sorry. I'm kind of far from you. Uh, Tell me your time again. I'm at 22.01. Okay, so I will pause. No, don't pause. You're the, you're the time. I have to catch up with you. Okay. Well, I'm at 11, 12, 13, 14, whatever. Okay, I'm a second behind. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm a second behind. So I do apologize. For, well, so John Ritter, you know, it was eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter, which season two was eight simple rules. Right. And they actually carried on after he passed away. Uh-huh. They did an episode where it winds up like his character died, the dad died. And it was uh, Casey Seagal and uh, the woman from the flight attendant from, uh, you know, who I, from Harley Quinn, uh, who I don't know. Yeah. Big Bang Theory. I don't know her name. I just know uh, her from the HBO stuff. All right. So here we go. This is the, the Big Milkman theory. Yeah. We, we saw him swimming on you. Yeah. Notice there's like fresh milk. Mm -hmm. All the other dairy is uh, 
the spoiled milk because the milkman's coming and pounding your wife and bringing milk and she doesn't drink it because she just, you know, wants to get fucked by the mil- milkman. <laughs> And in 1987, there were still milkmen in the valley. So they must have, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We never had a milkman, did you? I think in Fairland they must have been. No, I don't think so. And we never had, like, a Charlie Chips guy. Who's Charlie Chips? Like an ice cream truck guy? No, it was like a delivery every week of a tin, like a metal tin, and it would be filled with, like, pretzels or, you know, whatever you ordered, potato chips. Wow. And when I lived down in Heightstown, I think it was Allentown, New Jersey, not Pennsylvania, in which uh, the guy used to get it delivered every week, or the family did. Um, and I think Jim Godish did it, too. Well... It was a thing for a time. Uh, oh yeah, I, maybe. Well, I remember uh, SNH stamps. We would go to get to the center, but yeah, for delivery. Uh, I mean, we would get the catalog a lot, but and, and stuff like that. Stamps, and yeah, you would you would look in the catalog, and right? Make and goals. But then there was Camel Cash, where it was basically the same thing, except you would get like Camel Cash, and you would use it to buy like. Uh, Joe Camel surfboards or what have you. Right. Playing cards. All right. Well, uh, I know I'm a couple of seconds behind, but there is a, have they got to the plot yet? Has Lucy told him the plot yet? No. No. He's running away now. All he's saying is like, we've got to get to this spot at a specific time. And you're right. He has one week. So that's her adventure. It kind of, I don't know, it just seems like a self-indulgent boy fantasy. Uh-huh. You know, the leprechaun's going to show up and we're going to go on a magical adventure with uh, unicorns and aliens. I don't know. <laughs> he knocks him in the head. It's also the pound in the head theory. But again, it's just the logic as the Bucks Bunny world is. We're in. Yeah, just you're knocked out. Don't even... It's like you go to a person, you give them the Vulcan neck pinch, you give them the, you know, you turn their... Yeah button like no harm no foul see like that you, if that really happened it really is a serious na- knock on the noggin you know what i mean well In no look at him world, he, he's uh now he's coming cool. too it was because you come to like a bright light all oh, right so now we're finally out of los angeles i think the budget they did drive across america there's there's a couple interesting shots this one's kind of cool uh where like he goes to a phone booth and it says Las Vegas on the side of the building. It looks like, you know, whatever, they're in the same house. And this is another 80s thing. It's so funny. It's like there's these abandoned houses. Like it's a war zone. Right, right. That's see that a little bit in uh, New Orleans where the hurricane was. You see that a little bit in uh, Chicago, like in Watts, just abandoned blocks. Yeah, like here, so that little charming sign says Las Vegas. Oh, he's yeah. calling the house, and they're like, all that bullet stuff is immediately repaced, you know. Oh, so yeah. saying that he was in uh, the, the mental house. Yeah, he's in the loony bin. But I mean, notice like they, they completely bullet ridden the house, and now, like, next scene, yeah, we got some carpenters, they fixed it. But isn't the government paying for it? I thought it was. Well, they did a good job. They must have hired the best. <laughs> Because it looks like an entire new set. 
Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Belushi. No, no, Jim, Dr. Jim Belushi. And uh, Mr. John Ritter, I don't know. He's gone from three's company to three's a crowd, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> don't, don't call the hospital again. All right, so now it's serious. But, I mean, John Ritter is great. He made a bunch of movies. Mm -hmm. Kind of hero, I guess. Bad Santa. Bad Santa, you know, so he was in Hearts of Fire, which was a TV show with Billy Bob Thornton. And according to the documentary, Billy Bob and John Ritter were good friends. And so he, Billy Bob had John Ritter in mind for Sling Blade, a movie I'll never watch. And uh, why not? I, I, you know, there's okay. only 24 hours in a day. Okay. And so the, they showed a lot of clips. You know, he plays like a sexually repressed gay guy and uh, with a weird haircut that kind of, I guess, gets slaughtered by Billy Bob. But he got Golden Globe nominations of Glore. This yeah. is my favorite scene, by the way, where he's like, okay, whatever. Right? It's such a white guy rage movie or wish fulfillment fantasy. They get away with everything and it's like, you don't listen to me? Fair enough. I'm going to pour gasoline over the car. It would smell so bad, Carl. Yeah. And like, he's so smug about it. Okay. You want to stay in there? Okay. Like, I'm smarter than you. I know it's going to happen. We okay. can't have a movie without him doing this. Yeah. You know, there's no scene without him pouring gasoline all over the car in the, you know, the deserted Las Vegas suburb. It's the worst this, car wash. This stuff, this stuff, it would make sense why no cops would come. If it's an abandoned, like, place. Look at the yeah. water silo. I mean, it's obviously a movie lot, maybe. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Or no, I'm sure not. There we go. Problem averted. He came out. Now we're going to get to the storyline. And uh, it's time with the orange with the pen. It's a baseball. Oh, yeah. A hammer. Baseball. Yeah. So he, uh, again, this reminds me a lot like Hitchhiker's guy. He's saying, look, there's aliens. He's like, I don't believe you. You know, we're all from Earth. He's like, no, they gave me a present. And it's kind of like bedazzled where it's like, it's, the delivery is like something underwhelming. Uh -huh. You know, prove it. And just gives it. So uh, it'll, it'll come up. So that I think is good. But basically, the uh, CIA needs to meet with the aliens in a week. And the person who needs to meet with them has to look like Pillbox. Remember Pillbox yeah. for the first few minutes of the movie? He died. But he died. See, there's proof of aliens. This, this, just there it is. Take a look. You see that on TV? It says, uh, you know, from your friends far away to Nick. Dear Nick, Greek it's name. fucking bullshit. But that's the joke. I thought it was kind of funny. It reminds me of the Hitchhiker's guy. It's like a bedazzled. Yeah. It's like yeah. underplayed. But then it goes like I don't know into like munchy territory. <laughs> munchy it, territory. It, it takes facts. This movie's like drag dragnet theme song. You know what I mean? Dumb, da dum dum. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's the dumbest thing I've seen. It's a funny movie. They're funny. The direction oh, is great. great. It's great, except for this part. Okay, so I'm going to nail a pen into a fucking... I, at this point, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? He had an empty beer can in his back. No, soda can? Cola. Cola. There you go. You see? There's no way I could bang a fucking nail, a pen. I'm such a wimp. I don't have the bluesy. 
Yeah, he says, I saw that in an ad. Yeah, I saw that in a commercial. Right. What commercial, Carl? Commercial. It is? Yeah, they like the pen's indestructible and they would hammer it through. I don't know. It was in the 80s. Uh, I don't remember it very well. Well, it's like uh, the middle of the night kind of TV show. All right. Well, you know what? Like, 1999. Order now. Operators are standing by. Get a pen, do what? A pen could slice through a tomato. What? Look at that. Balls Planet in the air. Five. This Planet is far like, listen, I want my money back. This is not a movie. Oh, never mind. Whoa. Look at this. Whoa. Well, uh, look at Earth technology all the way down. From alien. I can't believe I had that. Dish. I sucked that pen up my ass. The thing. Look, none of that is alien technology. It's all Planet Earth technology. Well, no, it's spaceship stuff. Spinning around and disappearing is alien technology. Yes, but, I mean, look how it has, like, a Wee. satellite dish. I mean, that's so Earth. But okay. Well, whatever. Okay, this isn't Dune, you know. <laughs> that's the only special effect we're going to see. Spice. Spice. Yeah. You're like, boo, Spice. <laughs> Man, I, I went to Dune, the new one, with high uh -huh. hopes, high hopes. I really thought I was going to see an all-tricked-out computer-graphic Dune, like we, you know, the old film. No, it all takes place on Arrakis, the, dead, the desert planet, all of it, the whole movie. You don't get the sense of this galaxy. Yeah, well, I, there's some other areas. You know, I haven't read the book or seen the first movie, but I have seen the the latest Dune. It's uh, it's it's cool. I like it. I like the those worms. They're awesome. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. So this house in the background that's ported up now doubles as like, I don't know everything. This is like uh, the end of the glorious bastard. So it's gonna be this is our hangout hideout, right? The old west. Pew pew. No, miss, pew. Yeah. miss 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 miss. Yeah. Miss. miss, miss, kapow, hit. <laughs> I know. Ah, oh. miss, 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 miss. Hey, cover me, miss, 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 miss. Phew, good thing he was ducking underneath and they were shooting above him. <laughs> right, you see how it goes right through the plaster and such. Oh, yeah. Now look at that car. Now didn't his trunk blow up beforehand? We want. Well, I mean, this. I think that the gasoline was all over it, and that made it explode just now. Am I right? Yeah. Well, it exploded. The, the trunk exploded first, and then it, the whole car exploded, including the trunk again. Makes sense. <laughs> they must have had an extra car to scrap. They're like, blow it up. Now, of Carl, we both the seen this movie. This, I can't understand a fucking word the negotiator is saying. <laughs> you know, she's great. I think she's great. Is she a Star Trek woman? There's a Star Trek woman. I don't a Star Trek connection. So. I didn't I do the know. research. Okay, so she only shows up for this scene. She's like Bruce Willis in the first five minutes of, this, of the movies on cable. <laughs> Tubi. Mumble, 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 mumble. Mumble, 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 mumble. Incoherent mumbling, Jim Belushi. Incoherent mumbling. I think she does fine in this movie, and I think she probably doesn't enunciate fine, but I can't understand a word. <laughs> she looks like she's smelling something bad. Like <laughs> something stinks. Right. It's a room. 
<laughs> I feel uncomfortable with Jim Belushi in the room. You ever seen Hooperman, where he was a San Francisco general, was like a San Francisco uh, PD? Yeah. No. John Hooperman, SFPD. Is that what, Jim Belushi role? No, he was like, it was two seasons. It was a single camera sitcom from like 1990. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of, it was Stephen Bosco and I don't know. You know, uh, he did Eight Simple Rules, which was huge. And he, he unfortunately passed away when he was shooting in the part, but he was Clifford, the big red dog on PBS. Gotcha. He was the voice. Mm -hmm. You know how like Martin Short is like the voice of Dr. Seuss? Yeah, like I remember Clifford would, uh, he'd go, <laughs> he would uh like someone would come in there he would be like zoinks well you know his, his owner would, would come in and his human would say like who stepped on the house <laughs> and uh Clifford would say row row <laughs> yeah he was a uh, Bad dog. Bad dog. Well, you know, there's what we could do is negotiate. So they're in an abandoned building. Look, he gives this junk. I love it. Do you don't think this is like the Road Two movies, like Bob Hope? Look, I'll see you later, old timer. Pressure outside with guns a blazing. This lady walks in. And suddenly, the tension is completely broken. It, well, it is, this is bad. This so they're going to go in and uh, negotiate in the other room of an abandoned house that was boarded up that they just shot. Uh -huh. Like, what kind of neighborhood do they live in or, or at? Do you have an abandoned house next to you where you know you <laughs> could shoot up and then fuck? <laughs> no. like, this is like a teenager's paradise. <laughs> I would go here and party. But yeah, man, you could shoot guns and fuck. But there'd be no, like, running water, and there would be no electricity. Speaking of, did you bring any bottled water? No. Is this your sandwich? We gotta get out of here. There's like no no one's squatting in this house. That, that, no that, refrigeration. There's no uh, no refrigeration. Well, actually, they don't need heat, right? It's L.A. No, this is not L.A. They're they're going on a road trip to Washington D.C. There, I think they're in Las yeah. Vegas. They're still oh, in Las Vegas. Yes, 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 yes. I should have I should have right known that. So the, he goes, you smoke only after sex, Bob. <laughs> but how much do you smoke? I smoke a pack a day, Bob. Ha, 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 ha. It's just well, you, you, no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. You would figure that in. There's a tag. There's more. So, <laughs> you should quit. I'll kill you. Now, nah, it just makes me really sore. That's right, right. Because right, right. he's fucking 20 times a day. <laughs> it's just not believable. But don't you think it's funny though? Like good dialogue and it's just kind of amusing. Pow pow, she miss 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 miss. No, because it's so braggy. I just don't like his character. You know, he's like, you know, smug, smug, swarmy. You Wasn't know? there? Yeah, there's a you know the guy who wrote Clockers, I guess Richard Price or whatever. I, he he had a book. I don't even. I can't even think of the author. Is that but his Spike Lee joint. That was yeah. I think that was one of. Uh, yeah, I think he did another director. Another well, John okay. shooting with this finger, right? Right, right. It's not believable Look, that he would so, think that it was working. Well, he goes pow to a guy in suburbia, albeit like a shootout, 
And the guy goes, oh, and he backs into a tree that just so happens to have a limb sticking out like that. Yeah. And without seeing it, it fadedly, uh, bloodlessly goes into his back. You know, it's a cartoon, I guess. Mike, if you went bang to someone and they killed over and died, would you say to yourself, my goodness, I have the power. If I saw an alien uh, pen take a baseball off the sky and it happens the first time and I'm John Ritter, of course I'll be like, pow, 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 pow. John Ritter, they're all selling it. This movie is great because they sell it. It's really stupid. Well, all right, not great, but it's (laughs) dumb, but they sell it. Also, this phone booth is like bulletproof in some places and not. I need the 50 cents, Bob. So he walks in there. Miss, 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 miss. Cover me, Bob. Miss, 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 miss. All right, here we go. This looks like a, a stunt man's father. You know, my son is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I did stunts for movies in the 80s. Ah, here's your 50 cents. Oh, there's my 50 cents, Bob. Well, Smug is all right, but oh, so this novel he wrote was about a guy who, like, I think he was just wanted to be a comedian or an actor, and he just he's in his 40s, and he has another job as a bartender, and he's not going to make it. And then there's another story of this guy who says, like, he gets held up, and he goes, not tonight, and the guy just shoots him. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it's this smug kind of, like, cavalier, like, kind of privilege. Like, you just say something catty, you get away. It's the reality there's someone with a gun. Yeah. I wish I could remember it. Oh, well, this is not a book podcast. I'm not accountable for bringing up books. No, no, you're not. A, it's not a book podcast, and therefore you're not expected to be an expert. I know that uh, John Ritter's father was Tex Ritter, the cowboy singer and movie star, and his mm-hmm. mom was actress Doris, uh, Doris Fay. I saw that on Reels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so one thing I got to say is that a lot of his friends spoke up to him in this in this TV special, and Peter Devonovich, you know, the, uh, the director and television personality, and uh, kind of like you know, famous guy. I actually saw him in the Grove give a speech. I walked by, uh-huh. uh, but, but he he he's famous for the Last Picture Show, this movie, and John Ritter like auditioned in the seventies, and he didn't give him the role, but he gave him tons of roles later, Nickelodeon. There's a movie called They All Laughed, which had his girlfriend, Dorothy Stratham, in there. Okay. She actually got killed in real life and became a movie star 80. So but Peter Devon is like, you know, John Ritter was really nice to me and really nice to Dorothy, and I really appreciate that. And noises off the play, John Ritter falls down, Pratt falls down a staircase, and that's a Peter Devonovich movie. And in Eight Simple Rules, Peter Devonovich shows up uh, in a cameo on the show with... Okay. Uh, Henry Winkler and uh, Larry Diller, uh, Miller, Larry Miller, all good friends, you know. But Billy Bob and uh, John Ritter were friends, I guess, and uh, according to the documentary, and Bad Santa was a Billy Bob, John Ritter jam, Sling Blade was, Hearts of Fire, the TV show. <laughs> Is that your uh, Sling Blade? Yes, sir. I reckon, I reckon <laughs> I heard it done been put that way. Why do I want this? I would rather watch this movie again than watch that. Really? I watch a lot of bad. Billy, I'm telling you, Billy Bob Thornton directed a lot of bad movies. Waking up in Reno, Daddy, and, and me. Well, wasn't that like his first movie? Like yeah. the one Rokum? Well, you know, like it was a Miramax hit, and then Miramax like had his movies and held his movies and buried his films, and you know, 
uh, he's a good guy. I guess. I mean, like, I like him as an actor, and I, I like, you know, James Mansfield's car. He did a movie about the the car being on sideshows and and uh, county fairs exhibit. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go to the safest place. I don't know where in the United States. It looks kind of like. Mom. Now I know her face. I don't know what she's ever been in, but we know her. Well, the other woman that we're gonna meet in a second is Ilsa. She played Ilsa. She wolf of the. Nazi movies. Oh, okay. Okay. She was like the 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 dominatrix. Look, she was on a sitcom. What was she on? Oh, I have no clue, Carl. Right. I know there's only six actors in this movie. Well, she was one of like on like um, gosh, she was the mom on something like Screech's mom or some crap. Right. Well, I do know that the background was in uh, a sitcom. Oh. Yeah, I think that was a, a different... No, I don't know. Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes, everyone loves Raymond House. That's the street. That's the, that's the parents' house. No, it's not. No, it's not. So this is weird. So he's a family man. Do you remember that? In the beginning of the movie, he has mom and yep. two kids. So this woman comes down and fucking knocks on him. Like, point blank. Yeah. Doesn't say a word. Gives him, looks him over, and just goes for it. And he doesn't turn her away. He doesn't say, oh, I'm a married man. I can't. I have two what, kids. What, 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 what? Are you a guy? It's titillating. You know, it is titillating. This movie is weird. So he's kissing like he's like, yeah, all right. Well, okay, fair enough. So he Any goes for guy, it. Some there girl walks up right away and starts doing it. You don't think it's like creepy? His reaction isn't like, oh, madam. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Uh oh. What? Goodness, you have a married you know. Look how great John Ritter is. John Ritter is so great. You bet. Belushi's great. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girl. Keep going. Belushi is not great. Look, he's like, dad. Talentless. Dad, this- I'm not believable. This line is great. He's like, can you believe it? You know, just went went for it. Just hopped on a plane, went to flew to Sweden. Wait, and that's a woman in real life. Yeah, it's so a woman in John, real life. It's not actually. Yeah, so James Belushi really just grabbed a woman's tit on it's the film. It's supposed to be his, you know. Dad. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying in the real world, we just yeah, saw. Did. Yeah, Elsa's tit. Manhandle. Yeah, Elsa's tit. He wouldn't manhandle the uh, transgender doctor. He grabbed the tits. But maybe it was called for. I love it. He just just fly. He decided to take a flight and fly to to Sweden. Here he is. (laughs) And now suddenly this gay panic, this transphobic panic hits. Transphobic. It is. No, but transphobic means that you're afraid that Uh you're transphobic. Therefore, you have an angry reaction to things that are transphobic. Oh, all right. Well, whatever the term. It's not like Uh, I mispronounced the word before. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. She must be Screech's mom. Screech, today's photo day. Right, stuff like that. I I don't know that it was that show, but it was that level of show. Like, you know her face, right? Well, so now he's completely disgusted. It's it kind of, and he also says he's a, he's a veteran. It's coming up. There we go. Da 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 da. I don't know why I did the Confederate theme song for uh, right there, but 
So yeah, you know, he can't even touch, can't even touch her finger. Like a second ago, he was kissing her. It makes no sense. Like as it a character, totally makes sense. A second ago, he was kissing a woman, and then he discovered you were kissing a man. So he's like, was he kissing a man? What? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? It reminds me of that unfortunate scene in Family Guy where uh, the dog uh, sleeps with a woman to only discover uh, it was Quagmire's dad, and he throws <laughs> up like for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, no, it's just a meaning. Bad, yeah. it's stupid. But this one, I mean, like, he was all positive. Got to give him up. Look how bad their car is. They're on the milk crates. Did you know John Ritter was in Hollywood Square uh, dating game when no. he was a teenager? Cool. So someone could have dated like a teenage John Ritter. Do you think all the, the contestants on dating game were teenagers? Uh, no. I think uh, I saw clips of like Farrah Fawcett and um, I know you have too. Uh, people would go on to be famous. Well, he uh, he was in uh, he went to Hollywood High in uh, Los Angeles area, I guess in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and it's famous. And so did Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel was in this documentary. He cried when he announced uh-huh. to John Ritter, but he grew up, you know. So there's a mural, there's a famous mural in Hollywood High School where it's like all the people who went to like it was uh, Julie Garland as as Dorothy, and it's their heads. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel was able to win a commission. Happy Pies. This, this comes <laughs> in play later. Yeah. And cola, but Happy Pies. Happy Pies. I like Cola. Like, I, if I ever had a coffee, I'd like to do something like that. Yeah, I would too. I, I think that's great. You know, and I also like just watching, like, this is what the 80s uh, gas station or liquor store looked like. You know. Oh. So everything he said is in the yeah, National Enquirer. It's definitely 80s gas station, right? The National Enquirer. Yeah, well, the jokes really like that, too. They found the aliens thing. This is actually a funny scene <clears throat> in which he's trying to gesture to it. I know. Oh, so I love this is my favorite scene. So look, they must have shot this in Texas. There's a Texas thing. Oh, no, there's a sign. Now they're in Oklahoma. That was the border. So Hollywood High, that's what I was talking about. Uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel commissioned to get a mural of John Ritter painted on the high school after his death. And it's not just his head on the top part of the, above the windows of part of the high school. It's on the other side of the building. It's an entire mural Uh of John Ritter uh, opening up the curtains, you know, like coming out of the curtains uh, and looking at pointing to the heads around the corner. And it's their high, the high school is like right around the corner from the Jimmy Kimmel uh, Theater, mm-hmm. the El Capitan in Hollywood. El Capitan. El Capitan. I am the El Capitan. Your brother gave me a little tour of those studios once. That was very kind. He did when he worked in Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Oh, that good for Adam. I was there. I was there opening night. It was great. Cool. Yeah. I saw um, Ben Stein. Okay. From when Ben signs money, it was fun. It was cool. I'm it's, so boring. I like this show. Okay, so now, just the this is not North by Northwest. We didn't like turn and like we're not watching the Alfred Hitchcock right now. They're no. just in a cornfield. 
<clears throat> so this now, is not children. The border of... of Oklahoma and Texas, right? They're at the border. Right. But I, get, I think I am even more bored than <laughs> I am bored. The, the border of yeah. Oklahoma and yeah. Texas. I am even border. I thought that was a nice shot. Can't you like this movie? Why can't you like this movie, Carl? Okay. It's a cult movie, Carl. Everyone okay. loves this movie. I can like it. It's just I just don't like the character of Jim Belushi. I just never will. I love Jim R John Ritter. He is hilarious. Right. I don't know. I never got this. Jim Belushi gave him this code, and he's like, I don't it's know what this the map. means. It's the map. The map where so they have to meet these aliens. They have two choices, right? So they can either go for the big gun, right, which will destroy the Earth, but they'll aim it at Russia and take care of those Russians. Hence the parody, or they could do the big package, both of both phallic terms, uh, where they could clean up the toxic mess that was spilled into the water. And we only have five days. This this is such specific dispute. They have exactly five days to ask an alien yeah. to reverse it, because if it's past five days, then the, the world is doomed. So and, why would you ever want the big gun if we're going to be dead anyway? Get it? Well, you would you would destroy your enemy first, even though it annihilates everyone. But the only way you could get to this alien is that someone has to look like John Ritter, like Pillbox, mm -hmm. the first, and he has to carry a glass of water. How can I can't believe you, Bob? Yeah, he's kind of smoking like this. It's kind of like you know, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like an S and M relationship. Well, he like flips it on Jim Belushi, and Jim Belushi just takes it. It's it's actually a little interesting. Well, I like the humble Jim Belushi. Well, you, have you ever smoked his weed? There's Blues Brothers, right? There's Uncle Jacks. Okay. Uh, there's uh, Belushi's secret stash. This is Belushi's farm. Mm -hmm. Again, unavailable in California and New Jersey. Unavailable in San Francisco. Well, that. I never had his weed. Well, let's see. I have a list of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He right, blows. Jim blows. Okay, here we go. So, Belushi's secret stash is a line of cannabis flowers. Yeah, let me go. Uh, from Belushi's farm, sold to select dispensaries in Oregon. Oregon, okay. All right, so premium sun-grown gentries are cultivated, uh, then harvested and cured by a core seven-person team uh, and or Seven-person okay. team on performer activist Jim Belushi's 93-acre farm. Activist? Yeah, it was performer slash activist is one word. What has he it, done? Well, he was on a reality show called Building Belushi where he built a house and a, a, in a cabin. He built a cabin house. And then he was in Growing Belushi where he grows mm -hmm. marijuana. So those are two things that are activists-y, right? He was on a real, two reality shows at least. Mm -hmm. All right, so the secret stash is Blue Diamond OG, no, Black Diamond OG, Blue Dragon, Crippler, Snowman Cookies, Chocolate Hashberry, uh, Jeffrey Iverson's award-winning uh, Nilith Wafers, by the way, the parentheses. Yeah. The smoke that brought you 
into the business. Oh, we got to stop. I'm sorry. This is it. This is the big moment. This is what everyone loves about this movie. Now, they are traveling cross-country, as you can tell from the production there in Arizona, and they have to get a, a glass to hold the water, and it has to have the presidential seal, and it's under the dumpster. Right? Very Hitchhiker's Guide. Very they, David Lynch. Keep it. I don't know. No one expect it. Right. No one expects it under the dumpster in an alleyway. Oh, but here we go. Who are those clowns? Who are those clowns? There it is. Holy shit, clown attack. This is the best part of the movie. There clown is attack. a funny part later when he's going to hit a clown and he was at a party. He just had a party. He was entertaining at a party. He's talking about like, oh, you know, these are fake CIs. Bad clowns? Yeah, they're fake. They're CIA. They're hiding as clowns and they've gone rogue. They're bad clowns? And then it says new math. I don't know. This is some conspiracy shit. There was a YouTube video of this guy saying, you see the CIA, you know, they think you're, they tell you you're a secret agent and then they lie, but you are, but then they lie again. It's all because of this scene. It's a, it's a script. It's a fake movie. It's like, we got to create some kind of something for the next 10 minutes in this alleyway. Well, let's hire some clowns. And the clowns are great. They definitely are a high point. So basically, yeah, these clowns are kind of sneaking in and Belushi uh, convinces Ritter that he's a secret agent from Russia all along and don't worry about it. Yeah. And, you know, he gets knocked the shit out by a clown and Belushi does his wacky smug shit and all the clowns are down and he wakes up and he lies to him. He says, you're not. And according to the video I saw, it says, see, they lie, it gaslights you about the gaslight. <laughs> and, you know, that type of thing. I don't know. It was... Uh, there's some good videos. You know, it was fun to look at videos. There was a show called The Last 10 Minutes where these two guys watched The Last 10 Minutes. I, I didn't watch it because, you know, we we're doing the same thing. But right, it's cool. Every You know, sometimes it's nice to go on YouTube, look at other stuff. Yeah, Last research. 10 Minutes. That's a pretty good book. Oh, so by the way, one of the uh, uh, weed that he sells, it's like Jack's Choice. You know, Dr. Jack, you know, if you want more history about the guy who cultivated this, click here. But it calls like uh, the smells. It smells like SNL. Is <laughs> <laughs> what it says on the website. That's the only research I did for Jim Belushi. I was like, "What kind? What's up with his weed?" So he has bubble mint, purple lights, purple pineapple, Afghani uh, lemon. This is only in Oregon at, at dispensaries, or uh, I don't know, outdoors. Where does he live in Oregon? Yeah, he's got his own 93-acre uh, pot farm. He's growing lemon chiffon cake, lemon GPG kush, grapefruit kush, lemon cedo. Oh, free 98 boba kush. That's my favorite. It really is good. There is a difference. The post-98 boba kush is not as good. Hey, guys, let's take it easy. No punching in the nuts. Punches them in the nuts. Yeah, he's a little Jason's, you know, Sudeikis in this. <laughs> He's smug. I, I didn't want to sign up for these clowns. We brought clowns into this movie, and now we're making jokes about being clowns in this movie. Oh, now he gets, he comes to. Oh, no, no, he lies down with a gun in his back. Ouch. Did you? Ritter has, like, he sticks his gun in his pants, too. Hey, what happened, guy? What? And he, he says, like, you don't point him towards your junk or something 
Yeah, that's right. You'll pee funny or something. Look, yeah, you're right. They're wearing a black. See, he's wearing a black shirt and he's wearing a white shirt. The bad guy, good guy. And wow. Or they're chefs or cowboys or lounge singers. I can't figure out these shirts they're wearing. Yeah. Do you know the comedian David Cross? Yeah. Well, he does a, a bit about how horrible Jim Belushi is. Oh, really? Yeah, you just YouTube it. You'll see. It's so funny. He just reports the truth. I think it's he's never had some of uh, Jim's favorite cherry pie, <laughs> which rounds out the premium selection of cannabis. Well, I mean, he, he this was probably pre-Oregon. This was probably Penny days. Yeah, so Captain Jack's, the smell of SNL. <laughs> Interesting shirt. It's almost Michael Jackson-y. Yeah, it's definitely like mid-80s. Yeah. Look how it's like, you know, like you're buttoning up. Like a, he's got robot guts, right? And you want to access the machine in his stomach. Yeah, it's like a Westworld shirt. Yeah, open yeah. the door. What, Mr. Roper, 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 wow, I see your direct trippers down. Yeah, can you fix our tripper? Uh. <laughs> what does that mean? I hope to got the, my laptop noise thing on the recording. So, you know, he was in, so he was, uh, you, he was on MASH. There's. The um, Regal Beagle. There's a Regal Beagle. Now this is great. Like I love how they uh, the camera people look at the camera, and when they walk by, this woman's gonna touch him. Like yeah. in a black dress. He's like, hey, yeah. So they get two seats at this popular bar. Again, like these scenes. It's not Jerry Lewis where he has to make up the scene, but these scenes like happen every inch of the way. Like every place they go is dense with wackiness, right? The clowns and alleyways and. <laughs> bars but so john Ritter really is smoke. he really thinks he's a macho guy like a real man you're in my feet yeah well he gives him that 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 white voice there i you know which i'm perfect at i give this to her all the time and they're like yeah i'm not gonna fuck with you yeah you were so great in that movie the, oh. the, the pickpocket movie oh you're I'm, mad. About the I'm mad you know i'm mad <laughs> God damn it I, well, I thought if I said it out loud, I would people would get that I was mad. Inconvenience me! Get out of here! This film basically says we're day early, so I'm going to get uh, get it on. So Blucy goes off, and he meets uh, a librarian with pencils in her bun and uh, glasses, and a and a sex dungeon. Now, most of these movies had real like Budweiser signs. Not this one. We had Tim's beer, right? Cola. Yeah. Cola. Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, well, I think that was a choice. You know, the guy just probably wore it. That's You're in my, my seat. fucking seat. He th oh, yeah, it's weird, but he gives him this look that's really like, you play poker, you would not bet on this hand. You know, look at that hand, <laughs> that face. <laughs> John Ritter's great. And this guy's too, the construction guy is pretty cool. You can see him in his eyes, like, you know what? <laughs> All right, pal, we were saving your seat. We thought you guys left. So sorry. Oh, geez. You know, we're just going to walk out here and uh, just hope for the best. 
And then he goes, uh, give me two shots of ver- uh, two shot of bourbon and fill it to the rim. It's from now. It. Now. That's like Jerry Lewis and Nutty Professor or Bob Hope. Bob Hope would say that a Western. He goes, give me a glass of milk and a dirty glass. <laughs> Gulp. Gulp. Ah, that's 19-year-old Mike Spiegelman right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leave the bottles. We really would do, we would shoot fish burgers like with, I don't know, like six drinks in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We were really drinking there. this. <laughs> Those are on YouTube. If you go to our YouTube channel, Fish Burgers, you'll see the public access TV show Carl and I did in the 1990s, early 90s. Yeah, a yeah. lot of fun. A lot of fun. Speaking of fun, the movie grinds to a halt because he's got to get laid by, with a stranger. Uh, well, 20 times a day, right? Right, yeah. He's got that smoking habit. So it's very believable that he just goes up to a girl and the next thing you know, he's in a sex dungeon with her. Very believable. Well, that is the gag. And not only that, I saw that in Tomcats, I believe, with Horatio Sands. Like early seen this whole movie in other movies. (laughs) Yeah. Like it just shows and it's just like this big disconnect. I do know in the end credits they say Dominatrix uh you know, I don't know, apparel provided by the pleasure chest. Not a treasure chest. But there was one in New York. Da 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 da. Here's the theme of a Dominatrix. Da 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 da. With the fake gate. Now this is crazy. Like the next step. Look at him. Yeah, smuggle bastard. Yeah, and he's just doing Bill Murray. This is what every like COVID TV show looks like. Cut to cut to cut to. There's one, uh, I'm going to say one word. There she is. Oh, yeah. So she clicks. Is that really like an SM thing? I wouldn't know. I guess not. But he also says the next people that walk out are bad guys. or And they are. And they have guns. America must have been really crazy in 1987. This is like Grand Theft Auto. There's chaos on every block. Hey. Have a gun? Oh, really? But he really knocks him out. So yeah. somehow his pants, I don't know, whatever. Somehow well, he strapped to this. He was high, I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was high. He was thinking about the Kush, the Lemonado, the pre-98 bubble Kush. And uh, Joe's favorite, Cherry Pie. Joe's Choice. Joe's Choice. Jack's Choice, man. You got to click here to learn the history of Jack. Stupid name, Kush. Oh, this photo is like Dan Aykroyd and him dresses the Blues Brothers for their the Blues Brothers weed. Uh huh. It's pre rolls. It's only available in Oregon. I, you know, Blues Brothers two thousand wasn't that a mistake? Don't you think? I saw that in the theater twice, and uh, one I saw that in the Strand on Market Street in San Francisco when it was a, the last remains of a double feature, mm-hmm. and people loved the James Brown scene, and then people would be yelling "boring" during the other stuff. But when James Brown came on. The whole place, I mean, it was great. It was amazing to see on the big screen. But it was a stupid movie, what have you. Yeah. You know, John, I love John Landis. I watch all his movies, you know, he, despite everything. I've seen them all. And uh, I went to the theater to see it at the time. And then uh movie house in uh, on Polk Street in San Francisco, I think it was the Alhambra. There was a Royale in the Alhambra. And they were both played Disney movies. And back in the 80s, there was like Hollywood pictures and Touchstone pictures and 
any R-rated movie that Disney released, they had a different production house right. that would, would put it. And one theater showed like eight heads in a duffel bag and the other theater would show like Pixar's The Bug's Life. And, uh, you know, so I've seen a lot of these movies. I saw Blues Brothers 2000 there. Right. But one movie was, no, I think they were going to close. And I went, I said, oh, wow, they're, they're closing and this is their last movie is Blues Brothers 2000. And instead they played Boogie Nights. Oh, that's their last movie. Okay. A film about, you know, San Francisco filmmaking, albeit down in the valley, but, you know, it's a filmmaking movie and it was much, Wait, you know, it was a great uh, movie at Boogie the time. Nights takes place in San Francisco, Francisco area? No, no, it's in Southern oh. California, like in the valley. Yeah. But it, you know, it's uh, it's a film about filmmaking that just came out at the time. And it is, here you have this classic theater. And they became gyms, or I think the other one, they still have the marquee kind of, you know, skeleton, but mm-hmm. there are other things, I think. So, uh, yeah, so I saw Blues Brothers twice in the theater. And there was some good stuff in it, and there was some really dumb stuff in it. And Jim Belushi was not in it, Carl. Yeah. That, that was a big controversy. It was, it was Sean Goodman. <clears throat> right. And, you know, even though, like, he had stake in House of Blues, and he's a Chicago guy, and... According to Jim, he had a house blues band in the garage. You know, his buddies would come over like those Viagra commercials and uh, play play <laughs> blues in their garage. And uh, his hot wife would be like, Jim. Uh, so, yeah, Billy Crystal was supposed to be in Three's Company. He got it. The show ends in 84. There's Three's a Company. Uh, three's a Crowd flops. So he starts Adam Productions in 85. And then he plays a, a straight in a Agent R and TV movie called The Natural Causes, which helped the cause. And he did Hooperman. And then also Ooh. Hooperman was 87. So he did this around this time where he probably did it beforehand. And the film came out in 87. But Skin Deep, do you remember that with Blake Edwards? Where Sorry. he had he had like glow-in-the-dark condoms and there was a whole routine in the dark. These different condoms would walk by. <laughs> Well, Carl and I bonded because you worked at the Claremont Movie Theater in Montclair. Right. Yeah. Uh, around 91 when Problem Child 2 came out. Right, right, right. Uh, that's right. That was one of the first movies I ever started there. And uh, we did on the Fish Burgers, we did a, that break-in. Yeah, we broke <laughs> into the movie theater to watch the film. The we, Garden Cop. That was... I think I drank a lot back then in the theater for Problem <laughs> Child 2. It was... Remember you broke in and then we got chased out of there, like the, the, the theater was empty. Right. They're like, why are you? Uh... Hey, you kids. Cola. Yeah, they, uh... all right, so he's cocky and he's like, come on, Jim, I got what you like. I got some happy pies. See, and I wonder where they are right now. Like, if I call that number... So this movie he can't leave alone. They can't have a normal car. He has to leave a note on the, uh, you know, the rug. I don't know, stupid car. So yeah, upholstered. He's like, I found love. I'm, I'm eating quiche because real men don't eat quiche. I'm a quiche eater. <laughs> DC again. Yeah, Friday, right. It was. Friday, because as you know, this natural disaster is on the clock. It has a schedule. A lot of bullets uh, in that Impala. 
<laughs> I'm a pal. I did hey, I wrote an anagram. You know, an anagram of Impala is I'm a pal. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's five dollars for that. So now he looks like Michael Landon from I was a teenage werewolf in that red jacket. Right, right, right. Or maybe Michael Jackson. This is the scene. It's so funny. Oh, where the uh, clown walks in the woods, but right. it's just an arid clown. And then he goes, you idiot, you're going to get yourself killed going around dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. And then he sticks it in the front of his pants. All right, it's going to turn into a werewolf. We're almost done. I know this from the other show. He looks like uh, Michael J. Fox going to be a werewolf. Oh, right. He's a teen uh, father. Teen wolf. What? Bang! Pow, pow. He didn't pull his finger. So they're really close, right? Like, this is where the woods and and Washington, D.C., uh, oh, yeah, where are they? Right, right. The Potomac Woods, where are they exactly? <laughs> the cheapest location to shoot this movie. We're in DC Woods. We're Wonder Woman and the Cheetah fought right there. <laughs> oh, all right. If Wonder Woman the Cheetah fought there, then that must be DC. Predator. Yeah, right. The Predator was right there in the waiting pool. Oh, yeah, I remember that. What did you do? All right, so now they're kind of reversed, but they're confronting each other and consoling. But he he kind of fell in love with the dominatrix, which I think is sweet. <clears throat> He's an interesting guy. This movie is uh, I might. not dumb. This movie's not dumb. There's no yeah. suspension of disbelief. There's nothing no. threadbare about this movie. It's, okay. Look, it's just not... stumbled into a dominatrix, and now his character is 100% changed. I'm in love. Do you think he'll jeopardize giving a glass of presidential water to an alien in the park? Uh, yes, yeah, so no, there's no right answer to this movie. It's all. <laughs> but if you believe it, it's great. And the, mm -hmm. the conversation, they're great. They're, they're, they're Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Oh, my God. They're oh Owen Wilson God. and Vince Vaughn. Now, look, I like uh, John Ritter. I do. But the thing is, it, the whole movie's all fucked up with this Jim uh, Belushi character. It just, you know. Don't you like any Jim Belushi movie? Did you like him in Twin Peaks: The Return on no. Showtime, where he played like a goofy gangster? I don't. I didn't see it. Anything I've ever seen Jim Belushi, and I've never liked it. What about that virtual? He did like a, a yeah. Wild Town, like when Twin Peaks was big in the nineties. There was Wild Palm, which was like a big hoop to do, like parody of uh hollywood all right i'll look it up wild palm with james Let or jim belushi it's salvador is good me what james uh 18 i would say 1989 maybe or 91 okay i'm just taking a shot but it was like an abc miniseries and it was good or maybe it wasn't abc maybe it was trying to compete against twin peaks he shoots the pieces of the tree that knocks him down. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lone ranger fucking Rambo shit. Don't worry about it, Bob. Come stick this hot pistol in my ass, Bob. All right, things are done. Oh, so they're going to have to get the water. Look at that. It's just a fake tree in the middle of the woods. 
Yeah, it doesn't make like why is that the special water? Well, I think my patience was lost by this point. Like, really, they had this fake tree here all along, so they didn't need the map. They just had to go where the fake tree was. When you get there, there's a fake tree. It's f Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. The bad guy who's really the good guy who's... From the opening scene. There's only 12 people in this. You can only shuffle the card so many times. He must be the guy from that scene in the beginning, the CIA seal behind him. He is Canard. Milford Canard, what was it? Mil yeah, Milford Canard. I remember his placard. His Canard's placard. Canard. It was a Canard placard. So the secret, like, uh, don't move or I'll shoot Belushi, I don't believe you. And he shoots, and, you know, he does hit him, but he just grazes the bullets, just grazes the suit, as you can see. Also, this is where they're talking. And they cut back 180, and you could see, like, he's talking to Ritter. Uh, but when they cut back, it's going to be, you can see the suit. He shoots again. Can I just graze your arm? I'll, I'll, I'm going to have to wait for the scene. But where they have, like, the back head of Ritter, they have to include Jim Belushi because he's on the other side. Okay. So you see his suit. Oh, so this is Belushi's buddy. And he's like, I'm going to help you, Belushi. And now he's like, his dying breath, he's going to shoot the, the guy. Just when John Ritter smugly thinks. This is like Ryan Reynolds shit. It's not believable that he would think that his finger shot him. Or it kept happening like that. Well, if you suspend disbelief, Carl, and yeah, imagine this as a right. fantasy. No, a... look, we're already in the middle of suspending disbelief, and I'm saying that to you. That <laughs> now look at this. This is straight out of Twin Peaks. Not believable. This is straight out of Twin Peaks. This, the light illuminates in the woods. Is this how, like, when you play Frisbee in your house and you lose your Frisbee, you're like, where is it, God? Oh, you threw it over here. This is the iPhone, like, find it button. <laughs> wow, you're white like me. Yes, we are like. We are white like you. I see you brought the water. And I this see it's you, filthy. Pillbox. I'm freaked out. Yeah, I'm Pillbox. I have a glass of water for you. He oh, still you never to... told him that he had a lookalike, remember? Right. Oh, right. You, what do you want, the big gun or the big package? He goes, I want the big package. He goes, good for you. Good choice. Now I'm... Destroy oh. I, I hate to be rude or subtle, but, oh, man, boy, am I parched. Oh, boy, I had a glass of water. Oh, you wanted a glass of water? Yeah. That's why I came down here. That was great. Thanks for the cup. You could have it. I don't know. I don't see the argument about this cup. Oh, here's your friend's pen or yeah, new friend. Yeah. We said it's a gift to you. And here's Jim Belushi's pen. Oh, he got we got that baseball you sent and we suddenly learned the sport of baseball. Thank you, John Ritter. Yeah. What does that have to do with this movie we just saw? Oh, here, remember that big deal you made about the glass? Hold on to it. Yeah. Which makes sense to me. It's just presentation. You know, it was just a show. Publicity from the presidential seal, like he promised. But he did. He drank from it. He reckoned, you know, the seal's there. And sometimes you just have to serve the client and just hope for a good word of mouth. Yeah, so I guess that's the end of the movie, Bab. No, but we have to, yeah, here we go. Have you seen Stay Tuned with John Ritter? 
where he gets yeah. sucked into his TV set? I don't remember it. Yes, I saw it. And his oh, real wife gets sucked into. Yeah, Pam Dauber from Mark and Mindy, most notably. My sister Sam. Here we go. Suddenly I'm rich like the end of Back to the Future. It isn't that he's a spy and he's been well, I guess he's, for his. But the house is clean. They don't have plastic ducks anymore. They're real ducks that never <laughs> leave the trestle. The ducks never get out of that trestle, that moat. Let's go get my bike back. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is great. Now that you're a fucking man. Well, you know, Oak likes the small bike. It's a great line. This yeah. is a lot of great. I wrote a list of great lines. I mean, there's a lot of fucking milk in this house. Right. Hey, it's the fucking milkman. He's fucking won't leave you alone. Yeah, but that's, worry, that's fucking shit up. She quickly thought of a lie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess that makes the movie more interesting. I thought she was being sincere. She's like, he can't, he keeps bothering me. A lot of fucking milk, sweetheart. Oh, uh, that? Oh, yes. I can't seem to get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he harasses me. Uh, oh no she's saying this guy's a fucking prick yeah i think she had her own story that the whole movie ignored she doesn't have a first name in this movie oh that's terrible you'll see the credits. hair like she's got yeah well she must have been the mom of screech's neighbor on that (laughs) show you know the other one don't worry i'll take care of it he'll be walking by all right now i'm gonna bring my kids here do do do. It's like Joe and the volcano versus the We've been waiting the for this whole time. Yeah. We haven't left the garage until you came back. We stopped posing. Notice there's no like cell phones in this entire movie. Here's a, hey, you want me to hit you in the head and my shoulder again? Remember that with the elbow? <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? Oh, look at that. He learned it from the CIA aliens for the last 10 minutes. Hey, okay, relax. Hey, hey. I'm you, huh? Remember this? Take a nap. Yeah, remember this? Oh. Why is she dressed like thing one? <laughs> She's going to a rave after this. Yeah. Wearing Charlie He's... Brown's shirt. She doesn't have pants on. Now, this is the worst thing. He just pops out from the screen like but right. money. And, and they, they, they uh, expect him, totally expect him. Right, no one and they didn't hear him. Like, you can't do that in real life. People notice me when I walk behind them. Okay, so I want you to know there's Audible Superfan channel on YouTube, and they have a great video called David Cross Tells the Story About Why He Hates Jim Belushi. Uh oh. Why wouldn't we climb up into the chopper? It looks better this way. Some man probably didn't want to. Uh huh. Okay. So don't you think it's cute? It's for a visual. Yeah. Yeah. He he meets the girl in the middle and he falls in love. They're a good fit. Why a chopper? I don't understand that or why he would dangle from it. Right, right. And then suddenly here comes the milkman. Brings orange juice. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my audition, Mr. Tripper. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's not true. It's John Ritter. And that, boo-dee-dee, and that, co- co- the okay. end of 
The Mike. real man. Mike, search for David Cross tells a story about why he hates Jim. Wait, wait, look, see, Mom, Barbara Berry, right. Canard, Miller Canard, of course, Dolly, Shirley, Bob Jr., Heather, Russian agents, uh, Mahoney. See, that is Diane Thorne. That's Elsa. The Leto Man. Oh, Travis McKenna. Uh, Milkman. <laughs> I'm Billy Long, Mr. Ritter, and I hope you enjoyed my pratfall. I do many. I do. I show my face at the camera, or maybe I go upside down. Yeah, okay, great, great. Stunt players. Da, da, da. Yeah, Dick got his zinker. Eddie, I don't know. Well, yeah, this music plays. I love the music. Miles Goodman. Oh, what'd you think of this movie? I thought it was terrible. I love John Ritter, but I thought it was terrible. And I think we need to go, we need to go on YouTube and find David Cross tells the story. Can we just give it up? Just give the fucking Jim Belushi a break. Why does he deserve a break? You got to well, give the story. Well, I well I don't know the story, and I I don't know how he acts on on the set of According to Jim. <laughs> But in the 80s, he was, like, up there. You know, okay. he did a couple of movies. He did a really bad movie with Whoopi Goldberg. He did a really, you know, he's a trade places. We wouldn't know his name if his brother hadn't died. You don't think as a Chicago player, would he wouldn't uh, get some screen time? Nope. We would not know his name if his brother hadn't died and he was on Saturday Night Live. He got He was on Saturday Night Live, Jim Belushi. You don't think he, he got it because of nepotism? What he got it when his brother died. That's when he, he came on and they he was doing a tribute to him and everything. Don't you remember? That's but he how was a he cast did. member in the eighties. Look at this: dominatrix paraphernalia, pleasure chest, physical training, body by Jake. Uh huh. My brother Jake. It's that guy from Jake. Jake. He was in a lot of John Landis movies. Cool. Body by Jake. You remember that body by Jake? Yep. He's in, he did the the he helped everyone in this movie Dick Zicker all the stunt guy players. Wow, I am just uh, <laughs> I'm spent. Man, man, here we go. That was a good movie. I don't know. I know a lot of people swear by this movie, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's not on any streaming services. It's just this RVVG uh, channel. Channel. That's it. They're, God bless. Who also has a boneyard because you know uh you can't really find it but it used to play all the time and i know a lot of people it's one of those films that people grew up on and watched it and i didn't have cable so i was always like i don't know if i want to see it mm. you know and that's so, so but i don't know it was good and if you enjoyed the show and you haven't uh subscribed to our, our podcast please do l w a f l m o y t subscribe to our youtube channel where carl meticulously syncs the podcast to the movies uh and then uses footage from a failed show from 10 years ago for me and then uh and we're also on facebook as let's watch a full length movie on youtube and we always and we're also on twitter if you want to be our 37th follower please do uh we put up the the, the graphics carl also does the graphics and we also want to thank microsoft paint for the ability for carl mm -hmm. to do this yeah uh on all our social medias that we have mentioned so Please stay tuned. Donate to Mutiny Radio. Keep keep subscribing to us. We love the numbers, and we love our numbers to go higher. So that's it. That's all I got to say. I just well, thank you guys so much. Uh, on behalf of Carl and myself, we'll see you next week. Uh, laters.
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. 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 You have to do it fast. Okay, all right, fast. Okay, one more time. No, no, one more time. We gotta go back to the first one. Oh, God, okay. You don't know what OCD is all about. All right, let's do the first one, right? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Do it again. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L W A L F M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. Another installment of The Gates of Delirium with your host, me, Perkins Warbeck the 23rd, the latest in a long line of proud Warbecks who have devoted their lives to retaking what is rightfully theirs, the throne of England. You are front seat witness to a momentous historical pivot point that will change not only the fortunes of the Plantagenet dynasty, but the course of history itself. Because let's face it, this, this planet is not that big. So for the next two hours, we are going to put our regal aspirations aside and bring to you two hours of excellent progressive rock and roll. The best kind of rock and roll. Expansive, thought-provoking, grandiose, and whimsical. Experimental and transcendent. This is the genre of progressive rock and roll that I love, and I hope you do too. We are broadcasting from the spacious, sprawling, state-of-the-art studios of MutinyRadio.fm, coming to you from the heart of the sunny Mission District in San Francisco, California. It is 6 o'clock on a Wednesday, 9 o'clock in New York, 3 in the morning in Amsterdam. For those of you who get around... We are going to start off the evening with a piece from Engligard, a Norwegian progressive rock band formed in the 21st century. This is Kungbor.
Bortsett från min lykta Ser jag skuggan utav sorg Drömmar som har slocknat Från ett liv som haft sin tid Inte kan jag stå Och se på då vi flyr Verklighet och sanningar Där moralen är fantasi
of Dubenglatzi.
Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. That was Yesna Urfa live performing at the Nearfest in 2004. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium, and I am your host, Perkins Warbeck. You're going to continue on now with Gentle Giant and Aspirations from their album Power and the Glory. This is Gentle Giant.
Thank you.